the Why colorized. Why must we always turn our show into a hate crime? <laughs> Anything to deny you of any joy, Aura. Son of a bitch. But yeah, we won't be fully disappointed before the show because uh, Kyle's kid isn't there yet. So that's when the disappointment will really start. That's when really Kyle starts to see what he spawned, and then you're like, oh, just constant disappointment. Yeah. That's fatherhood, right? Mm-hmm. Disappointment no. in him and yourself. Well, in everything, really. Now my dad, I'll finally know how my dad feels. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to try to avoid that as long as possible. <laughs> you don't want to know. You're yeah, really, really good on that. I mean, no. every now and then you just got to have that talk about, like, man, you really just growing up to be a disappointment. I wish you had tried harder. <laughs> we don't say it with words. We say it with little actions. <laughs> like throwing the bottle. <laughs> What's fun is how we're recording this today after Father's Day. <laughs> the thoughts, <laughs> are, thoughts are fresh so, in my mind. So technically that does mean that we are as far as possible from needing to honor our fathers as you can get within a year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's totally okay. It's true. Do you think Jesus feels the same way about Easter? <laughs> after Easter, it's the like full rain. I think, Jesus would be a little, I think Jesus would be a little perturbed that we celebrate Easter. Oh yeah, absolutely. like what? I fucking died, and you all stand around like holding pictures of the thing that killed me. Not to mention that you got my birthday wrong. It's the, it's the celebration of the resurrection. Hey. <laughs> How long's it been since you've been to church? Yeah, but Good Friday is a part of it. I'm gonna be honest, so like, if I die, I wouldn't mind you guys celebrating like my death day. You don't celebrate <laughs> on Good Friday. You're supposed to fast. If whatever, if you die, whatever kills you will wear in a small gold emblem around our necks to I, to signify our devotion to you. I hope I get beat to death with a dildo, so everyone's just carrying around like a dildo necklace. It's for my friend Kyle. We <laughs> died in a dildo really, accident. Really cheap you, from Have Soros. you heard any? That's you kind of it. inevitable, really. You heard it here first, listener. Kyle wants to die in a dildo accident. And I think the death pool for Kyle is just everyone betting dildos. <laughs> We'd like to support our now plug our Patreon for. <laughs> oh, he's already in on the Patreon joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, very clearly a joke that we would have a Patreon. <laughs> so, hello, hello, listeners. It's a podcast we'll never do. Uh, much like Jesus, we're back from the dead. But we're bigger Whoa. than Jesus. Yeah. I'm not back in that, that play. podcast we haven't done in a while. Yes, it's a podcast we haven't done in a while. Uh, I suppose we should take a moment to, to address that. Um, Why are you putting a dress on it? Because I don't want it to be enslaved to gender binaries. <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, our previous podcast network was uh, was the Graphic Novelty Network, which are fine people. I guess. Uh, are they people? Fine people. I, some of them are fine people, I suppose. Uh, no, they're good friends. Good friends, <laughs> good friends actually. But uh, it, it's sort of... The problem is that we were kind of the people that were posting on it, and it was kind of the Us Network, and uh, they were other pay- people were, they were paying for pay it. money for that anymore. <laughs> they, uh, they were paying for hosting, and we were posting, so yeah. it, it seemed fair to... So we're, we're separating off our, our bits here. Uh, and starting our Not own those bits. 
uh, that podcast productions. Uh, as of the time of the recording, I don't have the hosting set up yet, so I can't give you where to go. Uh, but wherever you're listening to this ad is where you'll go for we're, it. We're proud members of that podcast network. We're, we're, we're the proud uh, proud production company, I guess. Maybe and one day you can find us on that podcast network Facebook page or something yeah. like that. We'll have Facebook pages and stuff back for all this stuff. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, we're, you know, there's no bad blood with us and the former guys, so I'm sure we'll be pointing people well, to the crossover. Well, there's to be that. <laughs> we haven't. Have the phone call. Oh, they, have the phone call. <laughs> they everybody knows this is what's. We just need to have a formal conversation about it. I suppose. So probably there was no bad blood, <laughs> 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 but maybe uh, several of Aura's long friend, long time friends uh, are no longer talking to him. I don't that's know. That's true. Yeah. That could be the case. Yeah, well, in any case, that's what's been happening with us. Uh, we're switching formats a little. Uh, we're going to go this to is doing. News to me. We had a production meeting about this. Oh, shit. I should stop drinking before those things. (laughs) Apparently. Instead of doing two that podcasts a month, uh, we're going to do one that podcast we'll never do a month, one further ado a month, and we're also going to be launching the long-delayed Up All Night podcast. To be named. Uh, they told you it was going to be August, with this just one. not what year. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. a thing that we can talk about after this. Sure. And probably should have before we started the recording. That. But that would be against our fine tradition of doing production meetings on the air. Or in the Burger King parking lot. Or in the Burger King parking lot, which Kyle is not invited to. Now Cody and I are just going to go to the one behind, we'll be yeah. in the car behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go somewhere <laughs> else and smoke and then forget about whatever happens <laughs> yeah. at the production meeting there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Kyle doesn't remember anything once we're off air. <laughs> I don't remember what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, Writing stuff down, I'm sure that will slip away from me as well. I'm shocked Kyle remembers that his wife is having a baby at this point. <laughs> she constantly reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to text Look every... what you've done to me! <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? Was it that one time worth it? <laughs> well, you know, there was more than once, but it was somewhere in there. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We'll explain later. That's <laughs> how they got the stork there. Oh. Alright, so... <laughs> Do you draw a bird seed? <laughs> stork! Stork! As, I'm sure you can tell if you've listened to our previous podcast, not much has fucking changed in terms of the quality of content. Uh, this is that podcast we'll ever do. It's a show where we review comic books that are connected to each other. Uh, I am Josh, the mightiest mortal. Uh, with me is Aura, the mind worm from another dimension. Hey, that's actually true. <laughs> uh, we've also got Kyle, the arms dealer, and uh, our newest addition, WizKid Cody. Hey, I'm the young one. He's the young one, and I hate him for it, because I despise youth and vitality. Every day I suck a little bit more away. But, by contrast, I also gain one day older by doing this, so... Yeah, it's, it's a terrible paradox. It can never be solved. Twitter! Twitter, Twitter, Twitter! <laughs> that's, that's not kids anymore, man. The, oh. the president is up on that. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite move. There you go. That's also yeah, out of Fortnite, style already. Instagram? Do kids do the grand? Apex. Apex Legends. That's what... No, that's, the, they're going back to yo-yos. 
The thing is, I've, I've lived for a while, and every Wait, five what? years of my life, somebody says yo-yos are coming back, and it never does. <laughs> Do you remember the 90s or the 90s Absolutely. yo-yo? Like, hey, no, that's the fad. thing. The 90s are coming back. So <laughs> That's true. I moving had moving past 80s. Uh, I had a light-up yo-yo that was pretty kick-ass. I couldn't do any tricks with it. I usually just, like... Hit myself in the face with it. I got yeah, the brain. I could, I could do this great trick where I'd get frustrated and then whack my little brother with it. <laughs> oh, shit. I was a little great trick. I know he's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then my little brother punched me in the nuts because you learned very quickly that when somebody's five years older than you, that's kind of your defense. <laughs> and because boy children are basically feral. That's <laughs> oh, accurate. Yeah, I will attest to this. Especially after I just spent, uh, like, 40 minutes shouting over a game of war chest with mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Kyle, what are we doing on this? We're doing Captain Marvel. No, oh, we're doing Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Just in time for that movie that's yeah. coming out, guys. You excited? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out on DVD very soon. It's a big tie-in episode. Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> when we, the, the joke here, folks, is that when we made the schedule, this was going to be the tie-in episode around the time the movie came out. Uh, and then this all happened. Yeah. Historically, though, our like tie-in mo- podcasts are always just a little off and a little late, or a little too early, but this one's... Super late, and we played it pretty early. Tune in <laughs> next month when we talk about Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was we actually already did a Godzilla. <laughs> oh, we were a little early for that one. Uh, <laughs> right like one between. or two back from when we did uh, we did this. <laughs> this one oh, this is perfect. You see the 2014 movie. You have the podcast to hold you over, and then you watch the new one. Alright, so which Shazam ones are we doing? Yeah, by the way, by Captain Marvel, I mean Shazam, not Captain Marvel the Lady, I mean Miss yes, Marvel. It's not Lady. We did the Lady Captain Marvel show as well. We did. We did. did we we found out this season as well? Yeah, we talked about ah. Carol Danvers and her uh, terrible son yeah. husband. This is like that point five season, like, there was season 5.0 where the hell we're on, this is season like 5.5. <laughs> That was, that was actually very yeah. It was a fun one because we talked about Captain Marvel. We talked about that one issue, yeah, and then we talked about that fucking Phoenix bullshit. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> double Phoenix. Well, because Phoenix was supposed to have come out in February, and then they bumped it to yeah. to, <laughs> to last week. So if only we had bumped that episode. <laughs> if they had only bumped Shazam, we'd still like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Did anybody? Clearly, we're insiders. Shazam movie. Did anybody else see the new one? I have yeah. not. I have not seen the Shazam movie. Well, if you if you read the comic we read, it's next week. Ah, uh, it's about it. Is it? We'll do that later. Next week. We'll, we'll talk, we about, talk about the movie. We're talking about week. a lot of stuff next. That way, we're even <laughs> later for it. All right. <laughs> um. So, which two did we do? Uh, we did Shazam: The Monster Society of Evil, and then we did Shazam. Rebirth? New 52. New 52 Shazam 52. by Jeff Jones. Jones? Jones. Is it Jones? No, it's Jones. Feel, for, feel Jeff, free to hit Jeff Kyle writes kind of bad comics. <laughs> How about that? And Jeff Smith was the one who did Monster Society of Evil. So, uh, do we want to really, a little bit Really, it's the Battle of the, uh, the Jeffs. It's the Battle of the Jeffs. One Ooh. Jeff's not that good. One is one is clearly superior after yes. all of this reading. Oh, yes. 
Well, this is a, who spells their name like G off, you know? Right. We, we've had Goff. episodes where it's like two things of very similar quality. This is not that weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you want to talk a little bit about the background of the, the character? Why? Or do you want to dance for us? Like, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, <laughs> show us what, your nerd dick. What do I remember about Captain Marvel Shazam? Should have looked this up before the show, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> considering every time I ask you it, sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's been what months? Captain Marvel debuted in the Fawcett comic Wiz Two. That's right. <laughs> um, and and so there's this crazy complicated history of, of sure. Sam Captain Marvel about. What eight eight years on or so is that something I th- like that? Yeah, it's, it's seven or eight. So it you know it uh, Captain Marvel continues to be published in this in this Wiz Comics thing. Eventually gets gets his own book. Like the family spins out. You got you know Mary Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel Junior, um, all of these crazy characters. Like and they all get their own books and. Black Adam, like all of these characters, but but then DC like is like wait a minute, caped character dressed all in red, <laughs> like I think that we have a problem here, <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, and and DC manages to to shoo, uh, sue Fawcett Comics, um, and and win basically because the jury of those peers d- had decided that. Um, Close enough. <laughs> like, so my question is: at at this point in time, was the the Wiz Comics version already the Billy Batson turning into Captain Marvel? Yep, that was from the start. Which is sort of yeah. A, a big part of what pissed DC off, as I understand it, is that Shazam outsold Superman because yep. it was such an accessible fantasy for kids. To be uh. like, oh, he's actually a kid, so he's like me. He's like Superman, but he's me. Oh yeah, uh, for the first number of years uh, that the Captain Marvel was around, I think up until like they had to stop publishing it. All that's actually true. Interesting. With the, with the outselling of, and Superman had TV shows and lunchboxes instead and stuff, and as did Captain Marvel. But Shazam you know. has a bit of a checkered history with media, which we'll get into <laughs> on our next. Uh, on our further <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I have some shit to say about that. <laughs> so then, the character, still doing well in Europe, <laughs> like, ends up ends up becoming this other character. Um, uh, A royale with Shazam. <laughs> right. Um, I'm trying to remember. Miracle it, Man. It wasn't Miracle Man right Miracle away, Man? was it? I thought it was. I thought that was the just changed. Marvel Man. Marvel Man. Uh, thank you. Okay. I was... I was uh, because Miracle Man is what happens <laughs> when, later. when Marvel gets involved in it. <laughs> so Marvel Man ends up being published for a whole lot of issues <laughs> in, in Europe past what was going on here in the States because DC basically shut it down here in the States. Um, and then, of course, Marvel gets involved and you have Miracle Man. And in which it mutates into this weird... Dissertation, uh, Alan Moore dissertation on fucking the 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 wrongs of power and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like if you've ever read any of that Miracle Man shit, it is fucking weird. Yeah, it's it. I mean, 
but then all of this ends up at Marvel later on for for you know through through legal machinations and all that stuff. But yeah. DC still owns the rights to yeah. this character. DC at some point bought because up Fawcett. They, they <laughs> Fawcett had a fire sale when their most popular thing you know DC stopped <laughs> stopped you know being published. Capitalism's so, great. Yeah. So I mean, DC owns most of comics history. At this point, and that's a, that's true. They, so. they DC would always buy up all of these companies once they'd go under. Um, it's you know up to a point, I suppose. Charleston. Um, yeah. So that's the that's the brief history. Yeah, that's, that, that it's, is, that'll do. It's funny because like even in little research that I did, people are much much less interested in how like. The origins, like, of the character, like, oh, you know, the the Wizard Shazam or Zeus or all those people, and everybody really wants to know where the publication history, like, bounced around. Which yeah. is funny, because when you read the Shazam comics, they're all about, oh, corporations are big, like, bad guy monsters that we can project our, like, seven deadly sins onto, because greed and these things are easy to connect, especially when you're doing the kid fantasy angle of it, and then... The entire time, Marvel and DC are like, no, but we want the money from this. <laughs> and neither of them even created it in the first place. <laughs> At least we should give the basic structure of the character real quick, too. Sure. Uh, which is Billy Batson is an orphan kid uh, who is given a magic to say word. About that. Yeah, and I you have a paper on that, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a long one. <laughs> uh, he is an orphan kid who gets a magic word from a wizard. Uh, the magic word is Shazam, which Shazam. gives him the... Uh, see if I can remember all of it. Ooh, strength, here we go. Strength of Hercules. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not... Am I doing the order? No. Strength of Hercules. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing them in order. It's the Wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. Uh, I always forget about the Wisdom of Solomon. Strength of Hercules. Uh-huh. Strength of Hercules. Uh-huh. Something of Ares. Agility of Achilles, I think. Oh, right, right, right. Of Achilles or something like that. And then the, no, speed, the Lightning the of Zeus. Of Mercury. Power. Power of Zeus, excuse me. Yeah. I know the acronym. Yeah. I don't know the... And then it's Ares. Uh-huh. No, wait, is it Ares? Because then it's Mars Ares. is... No, it's not... It's no, Ares. it's Athena. Athena. It's Athena, and then it's Mars. No, Athena is uh, Mary Marvel. Yeah. Uh, it's Atlas for stamina. Atlas. It's the first day. And then Achilles for courage. Uh, and then okay. Mercury for speed. They all have to be boys. Nerds. <laughs> At least according to the Jeff Smith one that I have in front of me here. Yes. Which I think is accurate. So, yeah. So he has all, he's given all these powers by the, from mythical figures by a wizard. And he uh, he's a kid that turns into a big superhero. And then eventually he has like a sister and brother and... Uncle and all this other shit, so that they can oh, I forgot about spin the out dozens of characters. Yes. Uh, but also, this so another follow up question. At, oh, at I, which point? I tried. <laughs> at which point does it change from Captain Marvel is his own person that Billy Batson transitions into versus when Billy Batson himself is Captain Marvel? Is that new new V2? Oh, oh, are you... Wow, you're so, getting... That's a great question. I have no idea. In, in, both of, in both of these versions, Captain Marvel is... Well, in this version, Captain Marvel is a is a different person. Person, yeah. I think in the New wait, 52, wait, is they like, still Billy? Redline the fuck yeah. mic just now. He's, he's oh, still, it. like, <laughs> conscious that Captain Marvel is his own person in the Shazam one. Because that's a... 
He uses it to scheme hot dogs out of people. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Shazam likes hot dogs, or Captain Marvel, excuse me, likes hot dogs, but he doesn't have any of his own money. Yeah, so he, pays so he steals money from his them. orphan <laughs> alias. <laughs> that's the beginning of the Jeff Smith book. Well, you want to keep going since you're there? Do I? Yeah. Oh boy, I don't want to. I don't want to railroad this. No, and now we're. That's like, not. I that's a, not. That's, that's a not a railroad. Segue. All right. Yeah, you 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 actually did a pretty fancy uh, <laughs> fancy transition there and didn't even realize it. Woo! All right, walk us through the uh, Shazam and the Monster Society of Evil. All right. Well, here you can have your copy back. Do you need? Oh, do I need it? I mean, I can. I guess we're doing it. It's best to reference that one. Ah, okay. No, I'm not doing it. Liar. <laughs> I haven't read this thing in, what, three Never months? Have I. <laughs> Whatever, I'll do it. Do me, I'll do it. Okay, well, I scrolled away the Jeff Smith version of the Shazam comic uh, at, at my work because I wanted Actually, to read it, and then I got it for free. Real quick, uh, Jeff Smith of Bone fame. Yes, mm-hmm. that is, uh, by and large, my, like, number one comic of all time. Fun. So I was really curious to see. It's a, it's a really great fantasy comic. It's The other day, Or and I were having a talk about, like, Comics that you would give to people. We are talking about our that, bones. That, you, that aren't into comics, and Bone was definitely in the list. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to trick somebody into reading a thousand pages of anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, it, so Jeff Smith is, like, writing this, too, right? While he's drawing this... Yeah, iteration. Yep, he's a one. I think he's a one-man band again. That very much explains how, at the beginning of it, when I was first reading it, I was like, "This is very younger, kid-friendly." And then by the time you get to the end of it, you're like, "Holy shit!" Adults are throwing children off the tops of like <laughs> yeah. the equivalents of buildings. It's, it's a. It's a. I would describe it as it's kids literature, but it's very. Good kids letter. Yeah, it's, yeah, it immediately like jumps that line adults. where you're like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm like kind of interested to like, oh man, this is cool. Like, what something's changing the status quo. Uh, so yeah, Billy, it's the same thing, same origin. Gets magically transported by the wizard. Uh, Billy is like pure of heart because he's a good orphan. He's <laughs> not one of them bad orphans. He's a good orphan that yeah. has been coached secretly by like. A magical being, a magical person. It's a, mag- a magic or- tiger. A magic tiger. <laughs> magic Orphans. tiger hobo. Orphans yes. are only representative of the society that they're raised in. So the so the streets. <laughs> That's what we were trying to say about tigers. Batman. Or I was trying to quote his, uh, <laughs> his thesis, I think. So he gets the powers. Does he immediately find out? Then yes, he gets the powers. He immediately finds out he has family and he's not an orphan. Yeah. Is an orphan just indicative of not having parents? Yeah, the wizard tells him. I just reread this tonight, so it's all very fresh. Ah. And the wizard tells him, like, hey, you, you, got, a, you got a sister out there somewhere. Which, uh, like, Billy's like, oh, yeah, I'm responsible. I'm the pure of heart. I'll be the Captain Shazam. And then the wizard's like, you have a sister. He goes, oh, I. this is my new mission. <laughs> so he wants to go find them. Simultaneously, all the bugs disappear. Well, what happens first is he, he goes to the oh the, the rock of eternity. Yeah, where the, wizard is. the rock, the rock of eternity. Also, a, a very badass thing, completely not used at all in the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's we'll get, Sorry. we'll get to shit. Yeah, the new not, oh man, oh, oh my god, I'm so ready to shit on the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, oh, there's time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to like 
pardon my language, jerk off Jeff Smith because he's so good wow. at like writing he's, these stories. He's yeah. Yeah, Jeff Smith is just really amazing at this. Because I, I knew about what everybody else who's seen, like, the movie trailers for, like, the new Shazam knows about the character and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I was curious as to how Jeff Smith would do it since it's something that somebody else wrote initially and not something that he's just straight up creating. But he kind of recreates it, too. Yeah, he makes it his own without really breaking the original origin. A lot of it, I think, is the visual style, which is very yes, very strong and consistent throughout. Another thing that starts off very soft and like childlike, and it's pleasing to look at, and then by the end, there's like so much detail in mm. like intense drama shots that you like you feel that pressure. There's very much elements that are like. When I think of a lot of the classic children's stuff that I enjoyed, like movies like Dark Crystal or Willy Wonka, um, they often have sort of darker themes and like stronger themes than you would necessarily expect for children, mm-hmm. which is something that I think is a big part of this as well. Like as, like as you said, there's somebody throwing a kid out the top of a, of a giant thing and nearly killing them. There's, you know, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a subtext about this that's very much, and we'll get to it later, very much about September 11th. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I <laughs> like, didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's it's very much a comic of its era, and that, wow. But it's it's also a very successful kids story. That's but very the, interesting. Yeah. But but for the summary, one of the things that's important when he goes to the the Rock of Eternity, uh, he's he's there with a time traveled version of Captain Marvel as the transformed person, and then Billy Batson is the kid. But it doesn't make a lot of sense. But don't think about it too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's a lot of things that I thought like. That would make more sense if Billy and Captain Marvel can, like, talk to each other frequently. It kind of alludes to that. I think Jeff Smith understands that things need to make dramatic sense more than they need to make actual sense. And it makes dramatic sense to have Captain Marvel and Billy talking at the Rock of Eternity. Mm -hmm. It just works. Yeah. Uh, But Billy at one point runs out and he's been warned not to climb to the top because the top is where the Big Bang is happening. Uh, it's, 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 it's an interesting explanation for the Rock of Eternity, which I don't know if it's in other stuff, which is that it's it's the point at the beginning of time when the Big Bang happens and matter and and that, time as we know it come to exist. That's DC. Which allows magic to exist. That's DC canon, mm-hmm. but I don't, I think it's retro right. canon. I, don't I think know. it is. I, I mean, mean it's, obviously it would go all the way back to the... To know. do with the evil not guardian, but kind of guardian guy whose hand comes out and one of those fucking... It's, complicated DC shit which I love <laughs> That's a, I know some of the complicated Marvel <laughs> DC stuff. shit but not as much of the or excuse yeah Marvel shit but not the you, DC stuff you lost yeah. Kyle already <laughs> talking about Marvel and DC who has the Big Bang who, who did it first <laughs> the show Big Bang Theory is playing at the top of the mountain and he can't go up there because that, that show is terrible it's that bare naked ladies theme song constantly like playing it <laughs> a loop <laughs> But he goes up there, because of course he does, because he's a kid, and you just told him not to. And then there's this giant pair of footprints, which then echoes on, when he gets back to Earth, there's a giant pair of footprints, and and bad stuff starts to happen. Yeah, he immediately gets, like, jumped by gators in trench coats, (laughs) which is also, like, at that point in the comic, you're reading it, and you're like, all of a sudden, they're like, now, we're bad alligators! And, you know, I was like, all right, this is, I'm already suspending my disbelief to, like, a Cartoon Network level of camaraderie or, you not know, hygiene. and Lily. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, this is not, <laughs> this is not super realist comics. This isn't watch. Yeah. 
it's a it's a magic muscle guy fighting humanoid alligators. Yeah. While a tiger talks to him. Yes. Right. <laughs> a tiger who who was who was actually the homeless guy that he knew previously. Yeah. Yes. As he it finds was, out. It was revealed because Shazam always needs somebody around, like to to continuously guide him, which is also confusing when you consider sometimes he's the muscle guy with the mind of a child, and that makes sense why you need a guide. But it's odd to have the the Tawny Tiger person help Captain Marvel, who has continued to do this as long as there's been a champion. Yeah. Although they sort of, they throw it a little bit to sort of justify it in that his his memory isn't working right. Yeah, and, and all of the, like, Rock of Eternity stuff screwing with his powers when he, later in the book, when he is, like, fighting what is basically just his own comeuppance. Yeah. Like, his own, like, I can't not be curious... Yep, because also that same classic like, don't touch the forbidden fruit. That I, t- it's right here. It's right here at the top. <laughs> because that's what the footprint don't did. It was. It represents the summoning <laughs> of a uh, of a classic Shazam villain, uh, Mister Mind, who's a, a worm <laughs> that has psychic powers, and he's in giant robot bodies. So we don't know that he's just a worm for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he controls all the insects so that he can destroy the world. It sounds like Pinky in the Brain. Sounds like yeah. so, sounds like Josh's contrivance. There's actually a tiny worm inside that big mechanical That's body. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, in a way, in the, the what we think of as conscious thoughts is actually just some sort of chemical slurry with a few. Uh, there it is. Electrical <laughs> impulses oh, floating thank in. Thank God we got it in, in, <laughs> while the show was happening. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I'm me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not some slurry of mechanical impulses. When are you not you, Kyle? (laughs) I'm suppressing it now to drink about it later. (laughs) (laughs) So the other villain in it is uh, is Doctor Savannah, who we know from the from the movie as well. I think Mm -hmm. he's the villain. I heard. Yes. Um, taller. Yes, he's not... In this incarnation, he is very small. Uh, he's, he's a sort of... He's that in the regular a little comics, too. One. Yeah, he was that originally. I think, well, there have been a few different versions of him. Well, in the, not yeah, him. I was about to say, of regular, in, Bad right? Jeff, in Bad Jeff's comic, he's tall as well. And, well, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't want to I, think about it until I have to. <laughs> honestly, I have managed to block out most of that comic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to have to refresh. Yeah. Um, but in this, Savannah is he's, he's in, 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 an interesting choice part of the September 11th thread that I think runs through this. He's the sure. director of Homeland Security and Technology. Uh, which is, you know, very clearly a sort of homeland security agency. And there's actually a moment when he's, when when the robots have appeared, when they're all like, or the, when the footsteps have appeared, when he's being interviewed in the presser, and they're all like, what should we do? And he's like, well, we'll be monitoring credit activity, so be sure that you spend, because otherwise the terrorists uh, win, which is which was a thing that was said under the Bush administration. Yeah, that was one of, that's one of the notes that, like, one of the, because uh. I'm, when I, you, I used to teach this book, and so one of the things I, want, I would bring up is exactly that right there. I was like... Yeah, keep our economy strong with a tab that says 9-11. Yep. <laughs> so. And I think... Uh, Post the 9-11, excuse me. Yeah. I think there's sort of a thread running through that in terms of willingness to sacrifice for industry. Because Savannah 
theoretically isn't a villain, but he very quickly turns against Captain Marvel uh, and ends up working with Mr. Mind as a result, even though Mr. Mind wants to destroy the humans. Whenever uh, I read Mr. Mind in the book, for some reason I would hear it like, Mr. Mind! Yeah. Well, this, Shazam has all of those villains that should yeah. be kind of silly like mm-hmm. that. Because that's that's the joy of it. It's a book that should be for kids. Yeah, so finding fun. out the bad guy is a worm is, is great. Yeah. <laughs> or those, just like... An, yeah, a worm and like a weird looking guy. <laughs> it's, it's just it's so great as far as kids stuff. I'm the wormy guy. Yeah, they meet up with his sister, who gets Mary, who gets a who gets a fragment of his powers in a kind of a, a really great like hand wavy moment. Like he just says Shazam next to her, and then she gets a spark from it too, and then she can transform. And they're all like, "Why did that happen?" And she's like, "I don't know." Let's <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> um, but it works because who cares? Right. <laughs> That's kind of how most of it happens. Like, yeah, you get away with it because magic and who gives a fuck. There's there's monster rays. There's uh, there's insect armies piloting the destroyer robot. Captain right. Shazam ends up tr- transforming. Captain Marvel ends up transforming into a a giant one to fight off the the, the robots. But not before oh, getting yeah. the the bugs to <laughs> like him because the bugs remembered that he didn't squish him. So like, oh, we're gonna help Billy because we like them. But they kind of don't, because then they just put him in the command chair, because that was Mr. Mind's plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was his plan, but apparently it was his plan. <laughs> Is the, like, the Hour of Two Lights anything else indicative in, like, the rest of the series? Or is that just a Jeff Smith magical thing? Like, the Twilight is the magic hour? As far as I know, it's just Jeff Smith. Like, I'm not super well-versed on Captain Marvel history, though. I've, okay. Well, I've... I've read the first, because DC used to release these things called Showcase Volumes, which are the equivalent, the Marvel Essentials Volumes. They're black and white reprintings of a bunch of the issues. You collect comics, nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, though, that, like, those early things were very formulaic. Like, Mm. it was, you know, like, like, oh no, Billy gets in trouble somehow and, like, has to transform to Shazam so that he can... You right. know, like, escape whatever contrivance the kid has gotten himself stuck into, uh-huh. right? It's a standard and, golden age, like, yeah. one-issue arc. But it would happen, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, at least in the showcase volume, like, 40 times. <laughs> so, He's just a really so, dumb orphan kid, because his so, parents didn't teach him not to be fucking stupid. Yeah. He had to marvel in halls and get him out of all that trouble. I'm reminded of the, the, the Newsboy Legion and Guardian comics that yeah. we read, which were basically all, like... The Newsboy Legion investigates some criminal thing and gets uh, gets caught up, and then the the Guardian has to punch up the fucking mobsters. <laughs> right. That's pretty much all of them. Come to beat people to get his orphan back. Yep, and then continue to, to gaslight them about being the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you dick! Why'd you do this thing I told you to do? <laughs> but yeah, that's. It all ends well. Uh, Was there, so is is it his just like one shot sort of thing? There's yeah, no, there isn't yeah. another one of these. There's no follow ons, and I I wonder why. Frankly, like this is like it's it's Bone started to hit. I think this came out after Bone was already a big thing. Um, 
well, this he, was 2007. He did the colored volume. I'm thinking this was to oh, pay okay. for the colored volume. Does it say scholastic? <laughs> it makes sense. The yes, colorized sir. volume, not the colored volume. That would be a different thing. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> the Why colorized. must you always turn our show into a hate crime? <laughs> The way you were looking at me, Josh, (laughs) like I had to, I had to correct myself because I'm like, why is he looking at me like that? I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah, no, no one thought about it until you brought it up. No one's like, no one thought that. Next was going, hey guys, bones, but they're black bones. (laughs) No, 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 no. So so they have more fast twitch muscle fibers. Josh, oh, now who's turning into a hate guy? Oh, it already is. No, the way you looked at me was a hate crime. <laughs> I meant colorized, okay? Oh, so you don't want to go this to school with colorized people? Is that what uh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You've read Bone, like, cover to cover multiple times, and then Scholastic prints it, and suddenly, like, all the bones are, like, tan? <laughs> <laughs> Their opinions change throughout the book, too. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Uh, but I, I do wonder why, because if I was DC, I would have made a strong pitch for him to do an ongoing based on that. Yeah. Because it's really fucking good. It is, to me at least, definitive to the character to the extent that, almost to the extent that I'd say All-Star Superman is definitive of Superman. Sure. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's a good comparison in that they're both like, here's the sort of essence of the character distilled down into this really simple story. That is beautifully illustrated, just beautifully orchestrated. It literally makes sense. Yeah. So a really great comic. <laughs> so does the uh, does the other one live up to it? <laughs> I got a movie based on awesome. it. Yeah, who wants to? Yeah, who wants to start? <laughs> All right. So Shazam New Fifty Two was actually not a comic book. Uh, this is the interesting thing about it. It was the backup feature in Justice League. Issue some of the issues. I don't. It doesn't say right away on the back, and I don't. I don't care enough to find. So it's out. like you flip the Justice League comic upside down, and there's like no, five no, pages no. of the other one. No, it's just it's just at the end. There's like five pages of which is part of why this thing is paced terribly. I wondered about <laughs> that because for the first like I was I thought it came out in issues as well, like regular comics, and I remember thinking like I would fucking hate it if my number one Shazam had. Zero Captain Marvel in it, and the kid is a dick. (laughs) The kid is immediately such a prickish asshole. You don't think that he is the essence of good? He's a pure soul or pure heart? He's he's barely like Calvin and Hobbes or like Bart Simpson's like mischievous. He's just mean. Yeah. That's John's big, I think, difference with this character is he, he pitches Billy Batson as kind of a teenager. Yeah. More than, than an actual kid. Uh, and I think that's not great. Yeah. Uh, Batson is an orphan uh, who's, uh, who's at a, a corrupt orphanage. Or I didn't even think they had. Oh, they're all corrupt. I don't think they have orphanages. I think people yeah, just go to foster care. Yeah, he's point. been in and out. He bounced in and out around the system. Yeah. yeah he, they say that he ran away from a few foster homes. Because Jeff Smith's one is a runaway. Like, he, he's just squatting in, like, a, and that's the other thing that's scary, too, is, like, yeah. he's got a very real threat of other, like, homeless yeah. people, like, trying to mug him. We didn't talk about it, but the opening of the Jeff Smith talking about, like, that 
danger that you can have, I think, in good kids. He gets hit by like, that in the, guy. In the very, the very first thing that happens in this is we see him in living in squalor, where somebody tries to, well, a guy breaks in to try and steal money that he got from another transient. Uh, we then flash back to previous events and find out he's already Captain Marvel, so he's able to defeat the guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks but like we lost Aura. There's a minute where <laughs> I, I got a text message uh, from Maya. She wanted me to pick up a prescription. Thank you, though. Yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> Call me out. Look, look here, buddy. I, I've said more than three words this episode. So. I, I'm participating. Participating. You put, participating. Everybody is doing fine. Let's keep going. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> so I want to know that Aura's a piece of shit. Why do we what? always? Why do we always fight on the holidays? <laughs> we can agree that we are all pieces of shit, but not as bad as Jeff Johns. Participating. <laughs> Alright, so teenage Billy gets pawned off by an evil foster mom to this big-ass family. Uh, and he's very confrontational and shitty. Uh, meanwhile, we get an echoed story where Dr. Savannah, who in this is like a buff dude. Uh, like this buff, bald he's, dude. He's got, he's got neck muscles. Uh, he's dicking around looking for magic. It, it just makes me feel like when he got his whatever loose outline of what the characters were supposed to be, for every single person he was like, now what can I do to make them cooler it, and nothing else? It nice. totally feels like here's the edgy reboot. Of yeah, well, it's Gary Arch Frank. That, that's on the art. Yeah. So I don't, I don't oh, know Gary Frank well enough. It, I think the art did, is serviceable. He did uh, Supreme Power. Okay. Um, uh, I can't remember what else, but it has that look. It has that sort of realist look. Yeah, there's it, no problem with the art. The, exactly. All of the art is fine. I, I remember thinking, like, though this, it's the exact like this is what every DC book tries to look like, especially around that time. It's just yeah. like here's a gritty looking, slightly realistic looking art. Especially in comparison with Smith's work, it looks real fucking gritty and lifeless. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it, it suffers in the comparison. Given the subject, so Doctor Savannah gets uh, gets magicked up uh, and accidentally unleashes Black Adam, who wants to find the wizard. The wizard. Now the wizard summons Billy Batson, or Billy Batson somehow gets to the wizard. I'm not clear on how or why. Or care. Um, He's just like a magical subway, obviously. The wizard's been, like, trying to find the the people. And he's been trying to find the perfect, uh, worthy, innocent champion. Uh, And he hasn't. And he hasn't found it with Billy, too. He specifically says that Billy is not a good person. Oh, yeah, you should probably pause that. You don't want the thing to reboot mid-podcast. That'd be... Sound engineer Biscuit, you pay attention. Yeah, Biscuit, come on, stay on top of this stuff. Or just look at me like a cat with that look like you just have no fucking idea what I'm saying. Aww. That works too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. So, uh, so he doesn't like, because Billy Bass is a shithead. So he's like, you're a shithead, I can't give you superpowers. And then Billy Batson's like, well, I kind of do want superpowers, though. So, I don't know, maybe, like, you should just give it to somebody who 
means well but fucks up. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's And the wizard's like, like, yeah, I'm easy to convince. <laughs> so he passes the power of Shazam on to Billy. Uh, who in this appears to just be, like we said earlier, to just it's just uh, Billy as a big dude now. Um he mostly goes around showing off to his uh to his foster buddies. To his cripple friend. <laughs> That's what he does. He finds like the most uh, dis- like most disabled person he knows. He's like, look what I can do now. <laughs> you can't walk right, but I can fly. Well, also, all the magic stuff has awakened the seven deadly sins, which is a, a part of the Shazam mythos, is that the wizard is containing the seven deadly sins uh, at the Rock of Eternity. Uh, in this, they're all loose. And uh, they, they rally, they rally around place. Black Adam, who's going to get his big old revenge. Uh, God, this comic sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so... You're like halfway through it. If, if I read yeah. this, I would understand why somebody would make the argument that he's too close to Superman. But I mean, like, the kid the kid thing is like the only really unique... And even that, it's just... Like yeah. you said earlier, it's just the kid power fantasy, like, fully actualized. Yeah, it, it's just taking the subtext and making a text, really. There's, like, parts of the new 52 one that I really like, and I remember thinking multiple times if mm-hmm. Jeff Smith wrote that book, it would have been... I mean, obviously it oh, would have been would, better. I would love a Jeff Smith run on Shazam. But... <laughs> uh, but And I, I don't hate New 52 the way that some people do. There were some books yeah. that I really liked. I thought Animal Man was very strong. I thought Justice League Dark was good once Peter Milligan got his fucking dumb ass off of it. Oh wow! Uh, and I don't like Peter Milligan. Uh, I liked I liked uh, Demon Knights actually. Uh, it's a, this. Though this, I get that you, a lot of people. Yeah. Don't. I, well, you're, I, what I was about to suggest was that I was impressed by your <laughs> your knowledge of That's, the more esoteric ob- New Fifty Two books. This is my obscure book. It's like it's like a proto Justice League in the Middle Ages with Etrigan. I, I guess, love Etrigan. I guess real quickly. All those uh, cool magic characters. Madame New, Xanadu. New 52 was an initiative started by DC in like 2008 where they suggested that they were going to publish 52 books a month. And, <laughs> and why, why is that so funny to you guys? Because um, we're at what, like 13 now? Well, I mean, they're still... The 13? They're, they're actually <laughs> they published... Get- it, they're actually publishing 86 monthly titles right now. Damn. The thing is, when you include two copies of Action Comics, two copies of Batman, two... Did DC Rebirth know. come before 52? Or was after? after. That was, so that, even after though 52, 52 was the new launch, they still have had two more relaunches since then. Uh, Jim Lee. Right, yeah. He, so what Jim Lee likes to do, and he did this to Wildstorm, was relaunch his public, you know, his company right into the ground. He was yeah. notorious. Like Wildstorm had like four or five relaunches to the point where no Jesus one cared God. anymore. They always start fresh. <laughs> always be fresh. Yeah, no one knows where to jump in, so you might as well just restart. This kid was all these. Or and I have talked about this. All these comic companies, what they want is the number one issue because that sells well. Because comics tend to drop off after, so they try and do things like restarts or Marvel's soft reboots, but mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't work. <laughs> like you gotta let a book age a little. I like. Oh, I like the way of the girl a little old soft reboot. That's Sorry. true. <laughs> you just gotta warm up to get a little bit more of a hard reboot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Have you tried turning your comic company off and on again? <laughs> Thanks, for, <laughs> Thanks for keeping it clean, Cody. <laughs> I liked that one. Yeah, well, that was good. It's worth a chuckle. I think the new kid is just fine. Freeze <laughs> <laughs> frame. Da, 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 da. So. <laughs> sit, ubu, sit. Uh, yes, uh, this is garbage. I have one more yeah. shit, shit on, <laughs> on this. Is Seven Deadly Sins. First off, you get one more good guy, or you get one more on your team than Shazam, unless you count the wizard towards all the other, like, Apollo hair, blah, 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 Mars. I'm not going to try to re-re-re-remember that. Mm. But he does the same thing of you've got some of the deadly sins that are all very unique, different-looking monsters, and the ultimate plan is to get them together, to combine them to one generic-looking demon bad guy. And then we fight the generic-looking demon bad guy, and guess what? The thing that's the amalgamation of four people's weakness is to separate them. And that's the end. And that yep. then the book ends. And then Captain Marvel can't beat up uh, Black Adam, but he cons Black Adam into turning himself back. And then age uh, works. And then he, he ages and dies. I can't tell you how And also feels very regretful because the last thing he did before he... He's, he's, he's edgy because the last thing that he did was kill a, kill like a nephew or some shit in order to... Keep his power. Oh, and and it's Dr. Not even Savannah. His son. Who cares about a nephew? It's not your kid. And buff <laughs> Dr. Savannah has had a bunch of energy drained from him, so now he's all shrivelly Dr. Savannah. Do we mention that Shazam split his powers between his, like, yeah, orphan Gives all family. the fucking dumb orphans fucking powers. And I hate this book. It also <laughs> is, like, all of the, Again, all of the orphans are, like, very unique, different races, and then when they turn into the super person, it's. We're all buff. And that's it. Yep. That's it. We're all buff. They're all buff. just buff. And there's an interesting thing about Jeff Smith Shazam, by the way, is that Mary, when she gets the powers, doesn't turn into yeah. like a fully adult person. She's still like a little girl with like but with Captain Marvel gear. That one Which was kind of weird. It's, it's interesting. I, I like that because it's like Captain the Captain Marvel in that one is a is a fully different person, so at that point, I guess yeah, Tawny yeah. changes back and forth at his own will in yeah, that one. Effort is, is what is his excuse. But then in this Shazam, there's also a tiger, but he's not a magical person. It's just a regular tiger that Shazam makes a magical tiger. Yep, because the the, the Taki Tawny character was part of the original faucet, I believe. Yeah. Um, Which is that is another cool thing. I like I like the animal sidekick that's not just your like an animal with Shazam attached to the front of it. Yeah. Bat dog, <laughs> crypto, you know. Is he, is he attacking the super pets? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was. Or has a fondness for the super pets. <laughs> I, I love the super pets. The I, was just, I, I, I was just saying that I like that as a different thing. I like the tiger. <laughs> That's not what you said at all. <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think you can backpedal this one, buddy. Oh no! You remember when we liked the new kid? <laughs> unlike, you click unlike. it unlike. Never mind. Unfollow. He got political. I'm a millennial. The worst thing you can do is not give me attention. No. <laughs> Just start screaming until you hang yourself. <laughs> That's how it goes. You don't, what the fuck? you don't give him attention. Wow. He's gonna kill himself. <laughs> well, that fucking took a dark turn. <laughs> That came let's, from Josh. Let's just, let's just go back to talking about how shitty the new 52 one is. 
Lordy. It's, I think its biggest mistake is that it tries to be gritty and like more teenage, and it that's not Shazam. Well, like, without, that's not where the character. That's not Captain Marvel. He's without talking about the new movie too much, Goofy. like the new movie is very obviously the Fifty Two thing. But yeah, I've heard that. That kid isn't half as half the <laughs> asshole that this kid is. Good. It's the same thing of like it's not fun to watch your asshole kid grow up and then he's an asshole who is an adult with powers. Yeah. Like the that's what Jeff Smith could do that so much better of like that kid in a candy so store. <laughs> well, I was I was just pointing out to Josh here to look at the two covers, even. Yeah, it's really telling. Just looking... You guys just look at the two covers yeah. side by side. The the other alternate cover to the Shazam Monster Society, I actually have a poster of that one, because I like the art that much. Nice. But it's just... Like, it's... I don't know. It's gross. It is. It's, it's ill-conceived. I don't... I don't know why they went that route with it. I don't... And I should be clear, there's stuff that Jeff Jones does that... He, that I like. Like I don't hate Jeff Johns. I like his his run on Justice Society, for instance, which reinvented a dead book in a really cool way. Uh, there were some good ideas is, in the Green Lantern stuff. There's some. I got I got a little too much. Like here's the new Lantern of the Week bullshit. Yeah, you you didn't care for the execution, but the ideas were fun. Yeah, and Blackest Night, although I didn't think it was great at least was not Marvel Zombies in DC, which I think everyone was afraid it was going to be. Oh, they're doing that now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They waited. You're reading Deceased, I'm reading Deceased, and it's different enough to... It's genuinely... I don't don't know. It's genuinely horror as opposed to a lot of the sillier takes that Marvel went with, I'd say. Yeah, Marvel Zombies is like so many fucking spinoffs. There's Ash versus the Army of Darkness versus Marvel Zombies... Although, yeah. uh, that might sound like shitting on it. That's a great fucking comic. Who's out of print? It's the one where, uh, where we see Howard the Duck as a zombie. Yeah. If I recall. And Dazzler. Doctor Doom is like helps them be the good guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's the one they can't reprint in the the, um, the, the collected ones. Zomnibus. Because Dynamite has that. Oh, because uh, Army of Darkness. Yep. Nice. Bubba Hotep meets Howard the Duck. <laughs> I should stop saying million dollar it? ideas. Yeah, on, on our show. Yeah, that's another tradition that we have. <laughs> well, one of Speaking of which, any one yeah. of us could pitch like a better re retelling of the new Fifty Two Shazam, like right now, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, it's just it's not a formula that needs a ton of tinkering with. It just needs somebody who can tell a good and interesting story. And and, and they and Jeff Jones didn't do that. He wanted to get his Jeff Johns and on. No one right. likes an edgy and kid. And it <laughs> didn't work. A teenager. Yeah, a big part of the Jeff Smith comic is the whole is the fact that even as soon as Billy gets the power, there is a point where using the power is going to actively like go against him and he has to be small and then he's trapped in a situation where he has to stay a kid and he has to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus, when he's inside the robots, because the magic will get weird. Yeah, versus New 52, where Big Punch saved they. Yeah. It's all just a constant punchman book. That said, I do typically like Shazam stories, where, like, Shazam has Billy's mind. Like, I, I don't mind that. I, I enjoy, like, yeah. when, like yeah. where he's just the mind of a child, yeah, the, like, the body of a superhero, which is yeah. a lot of fun most of the time. I don't mind it either way. I just, uh, I just think that the... The one wasn't well done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not when he's a, like a, a shitty kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even mind 
unlikable protagonists necessarily, but I don't think that it works with Shazam. Yeah. And the whole thing is that you're supposed to be pure of heart. Dr. Savannah and Black Adam have, like, more sympathetic stories than Billy. Yeah. Billy's an asshole kid who gets put with a great foster family and treats them like shit. It's doubly funny because Jeff Johns is the one who, like, reinvigorated Black Adam as a character in the JSA. Yeah. And, like, this is such a botched job. <laughs> like, there's, and there's just so little to Black Adam. Like, he's he's a guy who once killed his nephew because his nephew wanted him to not be fucked up. And that's kind of it. Like, he's not really characterized beyond that. And then he, like, dies at the end of this, doesn't he? I'm sure, yeah. I mean, it's comics, yeah. and I'm sure they bring him back however they need to. Oh, certainly. <laughs> but I, I remember also thinking, yeah, that same thing. You have Black Adam... And then why do you also need a bunch of Seven Deadly Sins creating a fire monster? Well, see, when Black Adam dies, Shazam has to take, I can't remember, has to take his uh, ashes to Kandak, where he's from. And that leads into Trinity Wars. You guys remember that big event? The yep. DC Trinity Wars event? I do. <laughs> Go on. Uh, it's garbage. <laughs> That's, wow! That's it. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at all. You're saying that when the cornerstone of the, it, the book was garbage? Wasn't the Trinity Wars the first crossover in New 52? I think it was the first big, the first big yeah. event. And it led directly into Forever Evil, which was a little better, but not great. Forever Evil. DC Forever tries to pretend like they don't redo that their villains are the coolest thing. But they seem to do that, like, every two years. There's, like, here's our yeah. big villains book. You've never seen this many villains together. <laughs> yeah. It's, DC screws up a lot. <laughs> All comic companies do. That's one thing we've learned on this show. Yeah. How bad comic companies <laughs> frequently are. Do you want to do price points and uh, and wrap this thing up at, only yeah. at about an hour? Wow. That's weird. That is weird. We're going to tell people <laughs> how much the new 52 one is so they should buy it? Uh, well, we usually rate them based on sort of ah. and talk about whether they're worth it. Uh, the Jeff Smith one, uh, Shazam! The Monster Society of Evil, is nineteen ninety nine retail, which is, uh, listeners will know, is usually a bit high for a four-issue thing that... But these were long issues. They were prestige Uh, format when they came out initially. Okay, that explains why they're such long issues, because it doesn't feel like a four issue. And it, I don't know, it's a quality thing. Like, it's a really fucking good book. (laughs) I would would strongly recommend it. Even at, a 1999 is is a little arm twisting to pay for a single arc of comics, but... It's also, it's like, really good. it's its own thing. <laughs> like, you get this, and that's it. That's all you have to worry about. You have the whole story. Yep, it is, it is cool, but it's because something there, like Yeah, that. there isn't a, you know, there isn't a follow-up, unfortunately, to... Yeah. But also, I would say, kind of fortunately, too, like, there's no chance to fuck, fuck it up. up down the line, yeah. That is true. <laughs> it's another smart Jeff Smith move. <laughs> Kyle, what you, do you think of the price? Uh, for me, right? Well, you know, it's a long read, actually. Like, like you said, like you, those four issues, like it's it, it's a longer read than the Jeff Johns one, even. So, like, it's, it's worth the twenty bucks. Two hundred pages. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point, and uh, I would say Johns one doesn't have a page count, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can 
They don't want you to know. <laughs> Talk to Aura about that. <laughs> oh gosh, try to try to do an academic paper on any of these dang things. God. Oh wow, never mind. Well, I was about an to academic s- paper on these things. Uh, uh, I definitely haven't done. I don't remember if I wrote about the Monster Society of Evil and anything. Um, but uh, I was going to suggest to the listener to get the hardcover, but never mind. It's a three hundred dollar hardcover, according to Jesus Ooh. fucking Christ. The, so yeah, yeah maybe not part. that. <laughs> well, because the 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 hardcover is much cooler. I mean, it's, yeah. it's got the same stuff, but you know, it's it's just hardcover. But never mind. Everything Ooh. is better when it's hard. Uh, DC, re- if you're listening, reissue this because it it is it is great, and you guys need to be pushing it. Well, it's the soft cover still available. It's okay. just the hard cover is well, out. Well, issue the hard cover because it's great too. Yeah. Um, How much is the Jeff Johns book? Jeff Johns New Fifty Two is seventeen bucks, uh, which I think seventeen is normally not a terrible price point for as mm-hmm. much comics as you're getting here. But backup features, like I, I feel like charging me seventeen bucks for a book full of backup features is maybe not ideal. Yeah. It maybe want more like bit. fifteen, even if I liked it. Like you give it to me for free, just you know, putting it on the back of a book for a while. So why are you charging me so much for standalone? Yeah, yeah. it's plus as we've I think made abundantly clear, it's uh, it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to damage the value. Uh, it's yeah. seventeen dollars. You could be spending on literally any other comic. At the exact same time, that would be telling probably a better story. Well, honestly, Drugs. it's one of those few times where the movie is better than the book it's based on. Yeah. Cool. Wait, what? Oh yeah. 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 I'd, I'd make that argument. That's 100%. what I've heard. Yeah. People said that they liked the movie. So. Yeah, movie is enjoyable. Like, and it it was better than the book. <laughs> All right. Normally, we would do our. Uh... Our cash, but no. we're not going to do that because we don't yeah. have our. our we're stuff proud members yet. of a network we're, we're going to make up later, and you can check proud, us out on a Facebook page. We'll make later. We're proud members of our own production company, <laughs> yeah. That Podcast Productions, and you can get more of our podcasts uh, at the site where you got this. dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Uh, so, any other uh, final thoughts before we say goodnight, Gracie? Uh, well, we already lost Or's attention again. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> are, you, are you going to hang out with your friends? Or hang on. Just hang on. Your phone? Well, I'll tell you guys after we're off the air what I was doing just now. <laughs> Pornography. <laughs> you really just growing up to be a disappointment. I wish you had tried harder.